Hello everyone and welcome once again to our series on the episode Good and Bad Things and why we label them as so. so it's technically our subject podcast name for our subject on ethics. So this is episode number two. So I kind of made some changes in adding more episodes because like what I did in the first one, it's basically compiling all the episodes into segments. So it's not really a good thing for for you guys especially if you're listening on other platforms like spotify or google podcasts etc etc well on anchor you can view the the audio via podcast uh, via segments but you can't really go there in other in other platforms you you just, you just have to listen very long hour of discussion and that, that's not really good so i would divide it now per episode so I would just send you the links for you to listen. So let's not talk about any more details about that and let's jump right away to the discussion. All right, so we will be talking about a topic that is very very uh, it's not really controversial per se but like very confusing in terms of how we should go on about philosophy how we should go on about the study of of wisdom the study of truth per se because like when we talk about this it's it somehow seems to make sense for things to not make sense because we are talking right now about relativism and it's one of the conflicting topics of ethics and particularly when it comes to culture relativism always concerns itself in terms of morality and linking morality into a very relative perspective that should vary depending on what culture or what place we are associated or we are we are at in context on so this has been a very very trivial topic for for students of philosophy for some time especially even up until today because we are still constantly arguing about how should we view ethics how should we view other cultures so should we have a single set of standard or universal principles or virtues or should we also acknowledge that these things change over time and it's never a certainty that absolute truth is something that should be that could be attained in this in this in this reality especially how given given the fact that how how imperfect humans are so we we now go to ask uh, we now ask the question is truth relative if it is it is is it is it culturally different is it what is it so like why should well what what would happen if ethics is relative or what would what would happen if truth is subjective from one person to another so in a very very ethical standard that is somehow very conflicting right because well, let's say our ethics is very subjective so ethics really depends on me and my perspective of what is right and wrong so there is really no purpose in studying ethics at all so why the why should I bother being here why should I listen in the first place when everything should be relative and then you should also go in a perspective of for those for those vying for relativism that viewing 
doing certain things right or wrong in a certain standpoint, in an individual standpoint, especially when you're imposing it to other cultures, is somehow, somehow giving you the license that you should be in charge and you should know about everything, when in fact, you is as... <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> you are as... Uh, you are as... Uh, imperfect as the next man beside you. So who gives you the authority to give, to, to hand out certain or inviolable set of rules that, that would say this is right or this is wrong. So basically it gives the, it gives the topic of ethics itself a very conflicting side of things because we sh because a lot of people, a lot of people would not want to be of both extremes. They don't want to be extremely ethnocentric that what should be right especially based on my culture should be applied everywhere like for example uh, murder should be murder regardless of the context like in other cases people would disagree with you because no murder is okay because execution is okay there's already conflict and you should not also be super relative that in fact you cannot stand on your own ground like oh if you're so relative then I could steal your stuff because for me it's a very very interesting practice and culture that stealing stuff is also uh, a way to to get to know your neighbors or something. I'm making stuff up, but then like that, that's basically it. Too much relativism simply simply puts you in a boat that has no foundations or bearings. So in other words, you're going to sink eventually. So culture has a very important role in this discussion because it's basically culture that 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 it's not encourages, but rather it's. So when, when societies meet, the first thing or the first the first clash will always be something related to culture. In fact, every social interaction is a culturally based interaction. That's why people tend to go with people who are basically with the same cultures and not really go with people who have different cultures because there is really not a very cohesive interaction in that part let's say for example if i would go if i would go in japan and i'm i'm alone i'm all alone in a trip so i met a group of young filipinos of my age and i also met a group of japanese people so japanese people lol japanese folk japanese people japanese people who are also the same age as me so which one would I most likely choose? People who I can speak with and share everything I think automatically? Or do I go to a group of people that I still have to struggle myself in explaining things that is somehow in, in, not available in my language skill set? So it's a simple choice. You go with the people you can interact easily with. That's basically it. So culture in itself creates creates unity for those who have similar cultures whether it also creates somehow a sort of uh, uh, friction between those that they do not assimilate directly or uh, associate directly so this is where cultural relativism comes into play so generally it is the view that all cultures are in one way or another unique and justifiable however it is also important it is an important task to determine whether or not this view on culture should be universal or not. So for this lesson, we will be talking about how culture affects personal and societal behaviors, links the facet of personal behaviors to cultures, and analyze the advantages and disadvantages of 
culture. So basically, oh sorry, so let's start with the basics first. What is culture? Culture is everything that you do, everything that you make, or everything. Well, basically, everything you see right now in your room is culture. What? My house is culture? Yes, your house is culture. Your computer is culture. Your your browsing or internet history is culture. Your clothes is culture. The way you speak is culture. So, why is it a very big thing? Because it actually creates a blueprint of who you are. So, that basically, you yourself right now is an out, outcome of the different cultures and subcultures that you have aligned with so they might say i don't think I, i'm I don't, I don't think that this is my culture sir because like my family is religious and you know i'm somehow liberal i did not say your culture is religious the fact that you believe that you you align yourself with liberal uh stances really shows that that is your culture also your culture it, itself is based on the things that you you interact with the, the things you buy, the things you wear, the things you do, basically everything you interact with is already culture. So this causes a huge impact in molding who we are. Again, as I said earlier, it's the blueprint of who we are. So it traces the origins and plays an important role in understanding ourselves and others. So it also entails our virtues. So our culture, or our virtues, are highly embedded on our culture so human beings have become what they are now because of culture you are who you align with and that is your culture so according to Leary so it is a system of enduring inner characteristics of individuals that contributes to the consistency in their thoughts feelings and behavior so personality is one criteria or one one part of culture so I have given you an activity by the way so I want you to answer that but let's skip now on the discussion part so now that we've talked about or we've tried to define what is culture we also we will now talk about cultural relativism so what is it so cultural relativism says there is no such thing as universal truths in ethics there are only various cultural codes and nothing more the following claims have been made by people who agree with cultural relativists or cultural relativism. First, different societies have different moral codes, different norms, different standards. Second, the moral code of a society determines what is right within that society. That is, if the moral code of a society says that a certain action is right, then that action is right, at least within that certain society. Third, there is no objective standard that can be used to judge one society's code as better than another's. And there are no moral truths that hold for all people all the time. Fourth, moral code of our own society has no special status but is one among many. Fifth, it is arrogant for us to judge other cultures. We should always be tolerant to them. So, these are like really the tenets or like how we should view or how we should we should interact in a very cultural relativistic way a good example or a scenario i could give you is is the one on the greeks and the Calatians. so basically when darius the king of persia was was intrigued by so many cultures he, he found out that when he went to Calatia first so 
when he went to Kalisha one time, he saw that the practice of these people, like modern day India, so saw that they eat the the remains of their dead fathers. So, of course, he would be shocked to 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 see and witness that experience in his own eyes. Like, what are they doing? Why why do you think this is okay? And when he went to Greece, he also see that they burn or they cremate their remains in and in in Greece. So, so that is also what he observed that is also different. So he also asked this question on both cultures. So what like what should I do for you to practice? So like basically what he said is that what does it take for me to let you do this practice? So what should I do? How much money should I give or etc etc. So what should it take for me or for you to do this practice? So he went to the Greeks first. So what should I what should it take for you to eat the remains of your dead fathers? The response was Hold up, hold up, we ain't doing that. We ain't ever gonna do that because like that is some weird ass thing going on there. So like no 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 and then we so of course you understand that the response is like of course not why would why would I do that? So we went to Kalesha and asked the same question. So what would it take for you to burn your dead relatives? So to cremate your dead relatives. They were like, no, 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 no. We don't do that here. So like he realized that the the moral gravity of both cultures are equally the same. So like for example, if you are Greek and you are so you're disgusted with the thought of eating your dead relatives corpse, it's the same disgust that is felt by the Kalatians when they realize that they burn their their ancestors they bring their dead ancestors so who are we to say that which culture is right of course in our own standards we have a we have a particular side to choose from right so another example is so this one think of a let's say let's consider a culture that it's they believe that it's wrong to eat cows so this the, the, this may be a poor culture. It doesn't really matter whether it's a, it's a big one or small one. Like, 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 for example, they have no problems in scarcity of food. So, like, in which they are, in which still the cows or regardless of like, if mahurot natanan baboy or manok, the cows will remain to be untouched. So, such a society would appear to have values very different from our own, but. Is it always the case? So, since we have not asked why they do that practice, so we try then to interact with that culture or ask the question, why do you not eat cows? So, so their response would be, what if their response would be like this? So, that what if they believe that after their loved ones die, so the souls of humans will inhabit, will inhibit the bodies of animals? especially cows so like when you're inhibiting the body of a cow that's jackpot because you're 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 a very special person and it's sacred so shall we say that their values differ from ours of course no 
like they have a sense of morality because they believe that their 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 ancestors are in the in are now cows. So it would be like let's say if you do if you kill a cow in front of that person, that would be similar to how you feel watching a murder in front of you. So are they wrong for having that feeling? So probably not. Because that's what their their culture tells them to, and you would be probably be in the wrong side of morality. Because why would you provoke that uh, the people in that culture? So we agree that we should not eat our relatives, and we also disagree about whether or not the cows would be our relatives. So basically, relativism is like. It really has its advantages, and also ethnocentrism also has its advantages. So, there are still ways that there are still people who try to reconcile, but there are still people who are adamant on choosing the both extreme sides of the spectrum. But personally, for me, when we try to deal with cultures, of course, I'm not telling you what you should believe because the point of this is to give you a perspective on things, and it's up to you for it's up for you to rationalize how how things should work so in a cultural perspective we will be introduced with cultures that will will challenge our own we will be shocked with these cultures we will be taken aback this is something inevitable in terms of cultures because we have a different history we have a different way of life and there can never be regardless of how strong or adamant you think ethics should be should be should be how do you call that tolerant or intolerant history will be very different for people of different cultures so there will be times that they will have their own certain standards of things let's say for example like the concept of beauty or aesthetics like in our culture today we might see women with very pneumatic or very curvaceous bodies as, as beautiful but in other cultures the more plump or fat you are the more endowed they believe you are and the more prettier you are and who's to say you which one is right who's to say which culture is correct so basically you we are we cannot be certain to become actual cultural police because this experience is not ours to, to judge, it's theirs. But also in a very ethnocentric standpoint, there has to be universal ethical values that regardless of culture should be observed. Say for example, murder. Murder should be murder, and regardless of what you feel about it should not be the case in terms of it being relative. It should be something embedded with, or something that should be observed with, for, for, for all all culture and humankind because these actions alone are very uh, destructive towards social cohesion or social social interaction so the more you commit this act and try to justify it oh it's relative everything is relative there's really nothing wrong with what i'm doing but it creates conflict like it's the the basic definition of ethics because we do good things because it creates good outcomes and that we don't do bad things because it creates bad outcomes there should be a universal set of of moralities or norms or practices that should be observed in a, in a consensus that's basically what we do in terms of human rights human rights is universal we, we 
apply it on every member of the United Nations. But of course, in our case, in the Philippines, we we don't even understand <laughs> the role of human rights, or we don't even grasp the concept, so we tend to belittle it and try to diminish its value because of politics, for example. So, so like, even though we try to tell ourselves that we need to observe human rights, other people will always say that, no, human rights is never useful for me. <laughs> like, yeah, there are people with a very hopeless case of viewing certain things in a perspective, but well, let's be open-minded. <laughs> but that's it. That's the case. Like, uh, living on both extremes is possible, I think. But uh, if we wish to have a very... Uh, very cohesive society where cultures are 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 acceptant with accepting with one another there should also be uh, uh, laxes in terms of of our standards of rules like you cannot be you cannot be the judge of a certain culture especially when it's terms of in terms of practices but of course there are certain things that should be inherently wrong and evil but of course it can be argued that's the point of philosophy everything is argued in philosophy because for the sake of attaining certain truths so i think we can wrap it up so so today we have learned about what culture is and we we, we learned about relativism and ethnocentrism and why it is very important in studying ethics and it's very confusing also it, it, it actually makes ethics confusing so that's it for the discussion. So if you have any questions or even more confusions that you want me to 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 enlighten you on or to, to give you a further further examples or discussions, you can hit me up on Discord and tell me about it so that we can talk about it and then hope to clear things up because of course even I am not a master of relativism because of course even though I'm a, I'm a student of anthropology there are certain things in me that should be should remain universal but then like I tried to make a relative uh, perspective of things but of course it's not that simple that's, that's basically everything in ethics everything in philosophy is not that simple otherwise there is really no point in making or doing subjects like this Alright, so thank you everyone for listening and I hope you have a great day ahead of you. So I hope you also do the activities that you are required to do every week. So, so But if it's very hard on you to, to co comply on all of this, tell me so that I can give you certain considerations or, or, or what. Okay, so goodbye everyone. So take care and stay safe.